everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And this is a lot of fun tradition that we do every year where we rank the movies that we have talked about on friendships, basically the movies that Elisa and I have talked about through the year we rank. And this year we actually have 17 movies <laughs> that we're ranking because we not only covered three movies at Christmas, but we also had our adventure episode that we did where we talked mm-hmm. about four movies. So we've got a lot here and this is tough because we have a mixture of Hollywood films and made for TV movies, yeah. which is always hard. Yeah. You know, or you easy, different, different budgets, <laughs> different, like, it just feels almost unfair to like compare, yeah. compare them. It's but just we'll a do it anyway. Yeah. But we do it anyway. <laughs> we like to punish ourselves. So. And also this is a real test in uh, memory and recall. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I but I don't like think my ranking, test. I don't think my ranking will surprise, su- surprise many. Cause it, most people know how much I love most of these movies, but yeah, we have 17 movies and, <laughs> and I'm about to go rogue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This will be good. But, uh, but I hope you had a good holiday season. I did. How about you? Mine was quiet. I love yeah. quiet holidays. <laughs> well, we celebrated our Christmas holiday on Christmas Eve. So my Mm -hmm. actual Christmas day, uh, was pretty, pretty relaxed. It was, Mm -hmm. it was, it was kind of crazy for my parents because a friend of theirs, uh, in Colorado uh, is a truck driver and he actually in changing, he got a flat. He was trying to change or, oh no, it wasn't a flat. He was trying to change, put on the, put on the chains of his, semi and I guess it was took so long that he actually got frostbite so my parents had to go yeah so my parents had to go up to Colorado to help their friend so they were gone on on uh, Christmas day so yeah I just spent Christmas like eating the stocking candy candy and uh and relaxing so it's pretty good (laughs) but uh, but had some interesting movies that we talked about through the year and uh, except for me, it's really hard the uh, like comparing uh, the particularly the adventure movies because you've got like a classic like The African Queen or Romancing the Stone. How do you compare those to like nothing easy. budget TV movies? <laughs> it's hard for me. So we'll see. I'm all easy. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll have a link to the letterboxed list. So if you want to share your own ranking with us please do we'd love to hear where you would put things or what you liked and uh and so let's dive in let's talk about it we got 17 movies so <laughs> i'd be surprised if we don't have the same one at 17 yeah the terrible a fabled holiday <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god i still have nightmares about it <laughs> i mean it it is a terrible movie but it was a pretty fun episode we yeah. <laughs> we cracked ourselves up. <laughs> I mean, it was something else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like, can they leave? That's the big question. I, just, I think they're stuck there for all I time. I didn't have any idea what was happening until about an hour and 45 <laughs> minutes into the movie. Yeah. I was just like, I have I'm I got a college degree. <laughs> I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> yeah you have a doctorate I do so I have three degrees <laughs> and I was like I have no clue I am tapped out on this one 
So yeah, like, that brings in, that rounds out at the very, <laughs> very, very bottom. Well, it, like her behavior was just strange. Like it, she was, had all these like bows in her hair and she was dressing like a child. And, and maybe we were not the audience for this movie. <laughs> no, I just didn't understand. I, and I, it felt like that, I think was, her name was Mildred was gonna like kill everybody at any moment. Maybe if, if we gave that script a lifetime, it would turn yeah. out to be something real special. <laughs> yeah, it was like Hallmark or horror, but like for real, not even just like it was a horror movie. I don't think they can leave that town. I think they're stuck there for the rest of their terrifying. lives. Terrifying. Absolutely yeah. terrifying. <laughs> and like, I mean, because they try to leave at one point and then they guys are getting a heart attack. That was a you very can, fun you episode. You can leave, but this guy's going to die first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. And and Brooke Dior saying Ryan Pavey had like zero chemistry. Yeah. But it's not really their fault. It was just like a bizarre I just, movie. the whole time I was like, what? <laughs> I and I like it. whimsy and I like, I like, you know santa movies and things like that but but this was just so strange i did not understand the the rules of this town this village <laughs> yeah and if you have to have a, like a whole explanation then it's not yeah it should be figured out from what you've created and if you can't mm-hmm. do that then i'm out <laughs> yeah because it was like a book that was given to her by her dad and it was her dad's way of like communicating with her beyond the grave but (laughs) (laughs) no so and so did did the dad want her with this guy and why did the town care about her being with this guy like i just didn't really understand you're asking the wrong person because again (laughs) clueless the sequel (laughs) all right that's both of our 17s there's no question what is your number 16 you're gonna be mad at me uh-huh. Um, with all the movies we watched, I put the African Queen here. Really? <laughs> if I'm gonna watch, what's his face? Um, Humphrey Bogart. Yes, thank you. I'd rather watch the Maltese Falcon. Mm-hmm. It's sort of an adventure heisty sort of movie. Um, yeah, I just I didn't know what maybe what to expect with it, but I mm-hmm. still was like there's better adventure movies and I'd rather watch some other Humphrey Bogart movies. So feel free to, to be a little mad. <laughs> I wouldn't say that it's a classic. The Maltese Falcon is adventure heisty. Maltese Falcon is a crime noir story. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd rather watch that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's about, it's like a detective story, but yeah. But I don't know. I re- I I actually really do enjoy that one. You see, it, to me, it's the hard one to rank because it is classic. So it does have some like pitfalls of like- a classic film with like the way the natives are depicted and treated and yeah. things like that. But yeah. I I think they have terrific chemistry. I really enjoy them together. And uh, by the end of the journey, I I really love when they get married and. Uh, um, I think that's a great scene. Yeah. And I now, know I love and the Catherine thing is, 
I love classic movies. There's plenty uh-huh. I do enjoy. That was yeah. one I did not. Maybe I need to watch it a second time to really get into it. But yeah. yeah. Nope. Well, and he's kind of, he he's uncouth and slovenly at the beginning, but he does kind of come around. I can understand why it, yeah. it would be, uh, but I, I do have it pretty high just because I don't know. It's a classic. It's, uh, I have a hard time. I have a really hard time ranking it. I do. Yeah. But uh, I think the acting's really good and it's very well made. And, uh, you know, John Houston, he's classic filmmaker. And yeah. so I understand. <laughs> I just have a hard time ranking it low. Uh, all right. Well, what was uh, your I, 16? Have, I have 16. I have Undercover Holiday. Mm-hmm. Cause I didn't, there were like little nitpicky things. I didn't like, I didn't mm-hmm. like the way they dressed her. I didn't yes. like the sound mix, the way they made her sound. She's supposed to be a famous singer and they made her sound yeah. bad. I didn't think the chemistry was very good nope. between the two of them, but there were some fun scenes like when they were making tamales or like scenes yeah. with her family. And I liked the, her and her friend, that relationship was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't think they did a very good job with red herrings. It was pretty obvious who the stalker guy was from the beginning, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was passable. Yeah, I I have that ranked fairly low. There's one other movie I hated more. <laughs> We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode, and that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies Podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. Yeah, and it was disappointing because I do love the writer and I know Emmy is so fun. I like, I've seen, I've liked Stephen Huzar and other things. All these ingredients were good. I just didn't quite come together. Yeah. They also had that yeah. T-Mobile ad spot that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> this talent show is sponsored by T-Mobile. <laughs> that was funny. Terrible. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you have at 15? That was African. Oh, no, excuse me. Mismatched. Okay. <laughs> I hated that movie. <laughs> and I mean that in the nicest possible way. <laughs> Yes. That I can say that. <laughs> I I have it at 14. Hey, but, not bad. But that's I, where I have an undercover holiday. Yeah. So, but I actually do enjoy it. So that's like a fun 14. Um, I I <laughs> I like I like that you have one Hallmark movie that's where they're both kind of sassy and like mm-hmm. kind of pointing out the ridiculousness of these like of this whole wedding industry and uh, yeah. and so to me i i i enjoyed it and i thought it was pretty good like enemies to lovers uh but i obviously it does have its flaws as well but uh but 
still enjoyed it. 15 for me is love at first bark. This was the one that we didn't like so much that we decided to watch a different movie. <laughs> I feel like walking the dog was the one that we didn't like. No, it was love at first bark. Okay. I'm going to be Googling while we talk. <laughs> I swear. Yeah. Or maybe it's like the dogs stole both of the movies. Yeah. <laughs> no, because, uh, the, um, the walking the dog is about the attorney who's trying to oh the, yeah okay yeah bike lane yep oh god <laughs> <laughs> so you know walking the dog was the one we didn't like and the so dogs then... no the dogs are in love and uh yeah love at first bark that's the one that we you know so I, you have what so where do you have so walking i have the dog? first bark at 15 so you liked walking there the was dog like, better yeah oh yeah we both did i don't i didn't like the biking and the rival lawyers well remember there was like nothing that happens the love of first bark there was like nothing oh yeah but she did create the the puppery the nursery yeah, yeah. okay so these two <laughs> where i have them ranked whatever one i liked better i'm not quite sure <laughs> again a test of memory <laughs> yeah this one was rough and they have no chemistry and no. yeah walking dog uh i have higher so gotcha yeah um let's see so what did you have at four you had you have undercover holiday at 14 right yes that's correct okay. uh so what do you have at 13 well now i'm not sure wait which one didn't i like love at first spark <laughs> yeah love at first spark is the one you okay. didn't like okay i have love at first spark <laughs> okay. it's like nothing happens in that movie <laughs> um the dogs are great though yes the dogs are great 13 i have pearl in paradise That's... it's fun it's an adventure yeah. uh i i uh I like, I like them together. They're good. They have good chemistry. Um, the, the, the whole thing that they end up putting back the pearl, the way they find it, that it's supposed to be this, like nobody's ever found it before. It seemed like the yeah. kind of thing that like had been geocached and like, <laughs> <we're finding laughs> <all the time. laughs> seriously, you but, don't think anyone's ever found it before, <laughs> but it's fun. Something different for Hallmark. I, I uh I I enjoyed I enjoyed rewatching it. So I have yeah it at 13. What do you have at 13? Walking the dog. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I've walking the dog at 12. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is the one where she's like engaged to Peter Benson's character, who's a vet. And so she uh she ends up uh she ends up uh fostering this dog. And you know the minute she sees that dog, she's she's not Done. it's going to be a foster yeah. fail there's no question yeah. <laughs> uh, and then she's up against this lawyer who doesn't want the bike lane uh, <laughs> but as they get to know each other they they uh they have fun fun together and i can't believe you made me watch these <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just teasing <laughs> it was better than love at first park <laughs> Well, I had them right next to each other. I honestly was like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, so what did you have at 12? At 12, I had uh, Pearls in Paradise. Okay. So we're pretty close actually on all of these. Yeah. Um, all right. What'd you have at 11? 
you're not going to be happy. The what? Christmas promise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sad movie. <laughs> it is sad. It's sad. I was like, it was too sad for me. <laughs> too sad. That's fair. I guess um, when I come to Hallmark, I don't want too much of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it is movies and mysteries. So it's the other channel. So I always have to warn you. Yeah. Yeah. Next time be like, this is the same channel that did the Christmas Mrs. Promise. Yeah. And, and the Mrs. other Miracle. super sad one about angels or whatever. Mm-hmm. The babies or something. Yeah. No. Mrs. Miracle. Oh my God. With the, <laughs> the infertility one. Yeah. <laughs> I was not well, ready for that. <laughs> at number 11, I have Nims Island. I think it's pretty fun. I like Jodie Foster as this uh mm-hmm. you know nervous writer and uh Gerard Butler's having a blast playing this uh playing Abigail Bres- Abigail Breslin's dad and this like rogue guy adventurer mm-hmm. uh I think it's underrated I I think more people should watch it it's a lot of fun mm-hmm. I was glad to see it for the first time and that's the next one I have mm-hmm. in oh you have in it at my... 10 yes okay well, at 10, I have just my type. Ooh. Cute movie. Uh, the uh, reclusive writer and the reporter yes. who won't leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, it was a good movie to uh, one of the last ones we got before COVID started. Yeah. It feels kind of COVID-y. <laughs> It feels kind of goofy because they're all, you know, stuck in these, stuck in these yeah. cabins and everything. And yeah. Um, and, but it's fun. I like Bethany Joy and Brett Dalton. They had pretty good chemistry. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, what do you have at nine? I have Christmas on Fifth Avenue. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love this one so much this i love the so this is where it starts to get hard though you know yeah I mean? yeah like, yeah i think they have such great chemistry and mm-hmm. the way the relationship builds is very i really authentic. liked it yeah there's just really there's good. just some some real good ones coming yeah, up yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know it's harder number nine for me is sliding doors obviously this is a feature film so it's a little harder but uh i think that especially short hair Gwyneth is that storyline is much more pleasant than long hair Gwyneth. Short hair versus long hair Gwyneth. <laughs> because in short haired Gwyneth, she like starts her own place and she meets a <laughs> cute guy, Simon, yeah. I think his name is. And uh in that but long hair is still with the annoying. Yeah, guy. no, gross. Yeah. Long hair. <laughs> Chop the hair off, get rid of them. And Jean Triplehorn is so annoying. And triple, <laughs> yeah, triple horn in the movie as the other woman she's so terrible and shrill and just awful i hate her i think it's an interesting movie though and i have that next on my list so since we're talking about it i (laughs) i think it's an interesting movie i think it's interesting to think like the what ifs Mm -hmm. um and so i'm always fascinated like there's also which is nowhere near our hallmark like the butterfly effect and then there was a Netflix yeah. movie recently that had similar vibes. Um, yeah, there was one on even... 
There was one on Hallmark this season called The Tale of Two Christmases, which wasn't that great. But yeah, there's Mm. the same kind of ideas of sort of your choices, little choices, and you follow them on the different path. Yeah. Well, it's interesting to think that, you know, your whole life might not change in most of the decisions that you make, but there are some decisions where your life does change because of it. And I think that's really interesting to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do too. I would say in general, I think it's underrated as a rom-com. Yes. It's not perfect, but I think it's pretty good. I need to rewatch it actually, because mm-hmm. I think I'm going to show a clip in my relationships class that I'm teaching mm-hmm. this semester. Welcome to the pilot podcast. My name is BJ. And my name is me too. And we promise this promo is worth it. So please don't skip ahead. We're two judgy friends who put our judgmental skills to work for you. We review the pilot episodes of new and popular shows and shows that our listeners request to answer your question, should I watch this? Look, a lot of us are spending a lot more time at home, and yes, we should be reading and trying new projects and enriching ourselves, but does anything beat binging a great show? Let us take the guesswork out of deciding what your next show will be. Tune in to The Pilot Podcast at thepilotpodcast.com. Number eight for me is Love on Iceland, which we just talked about. That's my next one. We are like <laughs> nearly. I, 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 Charlie African is. African queen is going to throw me off though. Yeah. Charlie <laughs> is uh, a bit much, but, uh, but <sighs> our classic, uh, Hallmark photographer. And, <laughs> but I really liked the friend spirit. I really liked that they actually showcased Iceland. You really feel mm-hmm. like you went on a tour uh of all the different traditions and and places and and that's really fun and i love uh i love patty mirin it's the best friend she's so good see Uh, i knew it was gonna be good as soon as the b-52s played i was like they even have travel (laughs) themed music yeah i mean and it's about a podcaster of course i'm gonna like it right except that i'm pretty sure she stole my podcast idea but that's fine mine's friendship though (laughs) yeah yeah all right uh so that was your number eight um that was my number seven okay what was your eight christmas on fifth avenue did i i got my numbers mixed up no no i i just remembered wrong okay number seven for me is a big fat family christmas oh really enjoyed this one i love uh tia carrera she was hilarious as the mom uh I, she was really funny and you really felt for her when she loses that money oh yeah and i i feel like all of us have been in a position where we've lost something and we and you just you feel so horrible and mm-hmm. uh and so that definitely rang true uh i another photographer got my <laughs> photographer and but this uh, one did have probably a favorite instagram filter unlike charlie from yeah. love on iceland <laughs> Yeah, its favorite filter is what is it like? Uh, Something an instinct. Inspir- yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, uh, I roll. <laughs> I loved her and her brother in this. That they that was really well done, mm-hmm. uh, and and I liked the pairing. I think they were nice, uh, yeah. and uh, it's like a little bit of kind of a research movie, but which usually isn't my favorite. And then the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, this is boring. But for whatever reason, I gave it a second chance, and it worked for me the second time and uh and so yeah i think it's a sweet little movie yeah i i liked it a lot it's gonna be higher on my list mm. so okay 
Very good. Uh, and so what is your number six? Nims Island. Mm. I love adventure movies. Yeah, that was a fun one. <laughs> and it was uh, the first time I saw it. So I was kind of excited about seeing it. Unlike the African Queen, which I ranked lower than Nims Island. <laughs> Yeah, I I really like Nims Island. I think it's underrated too. I don't think people yeah. know about it or talk about it. I think it's it's a really I fun family adventure. I wasn't the right age, so there are sometimes I think, um, like I would go see Disney movies as adults and things like that. But like Nims Island, based on when it came out, I would have mm-hmm. been a little bit too much of a full fledged adult to probably yeah. go specifically seek it out. Yeah, because oh. it's two thousand eight, so I was yeah. 27. I mean. I was yeah. 30. <laughs> I wasn't, I was in graduate school working on a dissertation. I wasn't right. like, Hey, let me go check out Nims Island. But yeah. I should have, um, right. I used to go see movies to take breaks from my dissertation. So when I had writer's block or mm-hmm. I couldn't, I just was exhausted yeah. or crying. Well, or whatever, I just feel like I it's go to the movies. <laughs> I feel like it's one of those movies in general. that just like went under the radar that like people don't yeah. know about people didn't see it. Uh, so yeah, people should check it out. My number six is The Christmas Promise. I really love the writing in this movie. I think it's really yeah. strong. I love the kiss scene where I was <laughs> like, is that a question? Or <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I forgot that uh, that was that movie. <laughs> so good. And uh, I love their chemistry. And, and I think she managed to have chemistry with both Giles and Dylan uh, which is it was risky like showing her with the fiance for so yeah. long at the beginning was very risky because uh because if she has more chemistry with him than with the other lead yeah. then it's going to cause a problem but yeah. uh but she didn't she had chemistry with both i i think that uh the friendship group is really fun in this movie even if um karen holness's character does take win everything <laughs> she- <laughs> Yeah, that was cute. So I'm always surprised. about the fun friendship scene. Yeah. So yes, absolutely. And and you have like real moments where they're supporting uh supporting her and uh and then you have her sister and her relationship and her sister was really good. Her sister mm-hmm. bringing her over like a million casseroles uh was fun. Uh her father, grandfather, Patrick Duffy, that was good and he Patrick starts to date. Duffy! Uh, I just, and I just think it's a really good script. I, I really enjoy it. So it's six for me. Um, need to give me more warning. <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> All right. What's your number five? Just my type. The, oh the yeah. COVID-y okay. one. Good. <laughs> I thought that was cute. I liked it. Very good. Well, you have given me confidence I changed just as we're talking, I changed my ranking. Oh, um, I'm going to have African queen at five. Oh. I do really like it. I think it's really good. I think that they have Not great chemistry. I think their romance <laughs> is really good. The ending when they blow up the ship is exciting. Um, uh, I, and then they get, when they, how they get married, I think it's really fun. I don't remember um, them getting married <laughs> on the boat with it, with everything going. They're like, you're, you're a, captain you can marry us oh yeah that's right okay it's really fun i I don't even remember (laughs) (laughs) and and uh, i don't it's just hard for me to rank this because it is a classic uh, and so many movies that came after it were influenced by it and uh and so 
Uh, but, um, but anyway, that's where I'm going to have it. If fifth place, mm-hmm. you, you gave me confidence. <laughs> I'm glad I could um, help. What's your number five? A bit, uh, my number five is just my type, but my number four is a big fat family Christmas. I yeah. really liked that, that movie. I thought it was enjoyable. I liked um, family, friends, um, romance, the interesting story, the interesting conflict, um, and finally getting a little bit more diversity in there too, which I appreciate. I think um, all voices and stories should be uh, heard. And so I appreciate that. And I just thought it was fun. Yeah, it's a good one. All right. My number four is see you next Christmas. What? Yes. I love this movie. I, they have such great chemistry. I feel like I championed this movie all year last year. Uh, and I, I Christine weather, the director, she's been on the show a couple of times. Love her. <laughs> I am shocked. <laughs> shocked. <laughs> That's a good ranking for uh sure <laughs> yeah i mean and it's just fun every to see every year that the party goes on and how the characters evolve yeah. how it's written i i feel like i kind of discovered this movie i got the it, you know you get so many emails and most of the time they're as a critic they're terrible they, a lot of yeah. these indie you know films and stuff and and uh but this one obviously being christmas related it stuck out and i said hey i you know i'd like to get a screener i'd like to watch it and I watched it and obviously it has like a low budget, but, uh, you know, most of it is shot in just like a couple rooms, but they did a good job with what they had. And I really liked all the different characters, like the cook, the crazy cookie ladies, hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> I really like, uh, not only the main couple, but Christine and her husband and their mm-hmm. relationship as it evolves is really good. Uh, it's just, it's a, it's a really fun movie yeah yeah agreed i'm at four agreed but higher yeah what do you have it for four was a big fat christmas a fat family christmas my number three is ghosts of christmas past that's also my number three love ghosts of christmas past i love that they brought in ghosting like so i guess my top three really speaks to me as someone who studies relationships yeah and i this one i i just love to see like more current concerns and relationships coming into play so the idea of ghosting and and like i don't know i thought it was a lot of fun and instead of a photography she designed video games so yeah which was good yeah, yeah, I really, again, I felt like I championed this movie. I had both of the leads on the podcast. I had the writer nice. on the podcast uh, because I felt like it it was very underrated. Uh, that mm-hmm. year on Lifetime, they were trying to do a movie every single day in December. And so this was one that was on, they aired on like a Tuesday night. So it didn't get a weekend release. And so like yeah. people, people didn't know about it. It didn't mm-hmm. get any, any, uh, uh, viewership hardly at all because it was on this yeah. weird night and I thought yeah. it was the best thing they made that year I still think it's the best it's one of the best lifetime movies like period and uh, I I think not only do they have great chemistry but it's such like a creative idea to have this that she's 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 working with all these people that she's ghosted and the, <laughs> not knowing the whole time that he 
was the big person that she ghosted most of all. He's looking for a life. And there were so many fun scenes. Yeah. Like when he puts his phone in the the sink because he doesn't want it to ring. You know, that was, that's such a funny scene. I just like to pay for a whole new thousand dollar phone rather than. I absolutely love the ending is so good. And it's just a clever idea for a story. I think. Yeah. Yeah. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or Hallmarkie in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. Underrated. If people haven't seen it, watch it. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me want to watch it again. Yes. And I mean, and just even little things like I, I even, I loved her sweaters. Yes. She was so fun. I, and that's the other thing I think is, 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 uh, something very skilled in whoever created it. Like I wanted to be friends with her. You know what I mean? And I think that isn't always the case. Yeah. And like having a fortune teller at at the work party was really clever. Yeah, uh, a clever setup for the movie, and uh, then having her work with all these people that she's ghosted, and and I think that we have to give a lot of credit to both Dan Janot and and Annie Clark because I think that Annie's character could have been really unlikable in the wrong hands mm-hmm. because she's ghosted all these people and like she's, yeah, she's, she's kind of terrible. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty tough on him too. Like she's very yeah. critical of his work ethic and and everything. Um, but she's a very likable actress and I think her acting choices really went a long way to making the character work. Yeah. Um, and you, you see her improve her relationship with her mother, uh, with other people in her life and she grows. She's a dynamic character. Yeah. 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 It's, Good it's stuff. really, it's underrated. It really is. Good stuff. <laughs> Maybe well, we should watch it again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well. We, we, we had the writer on for one of our patron watch alongs, which was super fun. So oh, I think uh, that's when school started and I missed yeah, it. Yeah. But it, it was, it was Shannon Landmers, the writer's name. She is great. I will watch anything that she writes. Yes. Um, Does she have any good stuff that we haven't watched yet? Just as maybe future on friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She had, um, one called the six degrees of Santa. Uh, which has Catherine Davis, who's in um, Christmas on Fifth Avenue. Mm-hmm. Anyway, oh. I, I think you'd like that one. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll do that one for on friendship. It's cute. Yes. Um, well, what's your number two? Okay. My number two is probably the first romance movie I ever saw. And that is Romancing the Stone. Mm-hmm. And my parents took me to see it in the theater, even though it's rated R. Yeah, my parents always talked to me about what was happening on screen, <laughs> but this is uh, one that it, it's hard to go to ranking because it is a formative memory movie. Yeah. 
And um, me and my family spent a lot of time when we were younger going to see movies. And so the experience of going to the theater, and I still watch this several times a year. Yeah. There's so many great lines. Oh, shit, the Doobie Brothers broke up. <laughs> right? Like that's something my dad still says. And, you know, there's just so many. It's it's a great story. It's very fun and exciting. Yeah. Um, I love Michael Douglas. I love Kathleen Turner and Danny DeVito's funny in it. Um, so this one for me had to be ranked high. It's like, yeah. but it's also unfair to other movies because of a, a formative memory. Yeah, me. it, I, I think it is hard because it it's you just it's hard to compare like these made for TV movies to like it's a feature okay, film we're, we're making it budget, <laughs> you know, and, and everything. But, uh, but yeah, I have that. It, that's my number one spot. Spoiler alert, because it's, you I mean, it's, just, it's so good. It's one of the great Hollywood. Rom- I'm movies. so surprised that you would have that as number one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really funny, <laughs> really romantic, uh, very sarcastic, uh, great leads. Yeah. Uh, it's just one of the, it's one of the greats. I mean, how I might have to come- watch it tonight. <laughs> yeah and it's so sad how far robert zemeckis has fallen i mean yeah. when i think about his pinocchio movie this year it makes me sad inside. didn't it win a golden globe it was so bad no that's the that's the other pinocchio movie okay. Film of George i was Boros like how did they robert zemeckis pinocchio movie for disney was absolutely atrocious i remember you posting about it on twitter <laughs> one of the worst movies i have ever seen and i mean it was just absolutely terrible but the new the one with gilmore the gilmore toro pinocchio is is great it's absolutely great so thank goodness we had that to wash that terrible (laughs) terrible disney version i mean it's just so sad robert zemeckis is one of those directors that has just not flourished in the uh digital age uh whether it's there's like chris columbus and robert zemeckis and uh, Rob Reiner. Yeah. There's just like this group of sort of eighties, nineties directors who Tim it's, Burton. It's hard to maintain, but Tim Burton just directed Wednesday. So yeah. But, uh, but as far as movies, he had, I mean, that's true. Oof. Yeah. That's TV. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's been bad. It's been bad with Tim Burton for a long time. Uh, so I, it's good to go back to this movies like this, Romancing the Stone and remember Robert Zemeckis could make amazing movies like just, uh, Roger Rabbit, *Rancing the Stone, uh, Forrest Gump, and uh, and of course, Back to the Future. I love Back to the Future. I do not like Forrest Gump. <laughs> That's a story for another yeah. time. Maybe we could do it on Friendship on it and make me watch it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not like my favorite movie, but it's a lot better than what he's been making lately. I yeah, can tell you that. Yeah. But Back to the Future is also one of my... There's like 10 movies that I watch a lot. My number one, this might surprise you. My number one watch movie that I watch every year, like the most is Beverly Hills Cop. (laughs) Oh, really? I watched it it twice this week. (laughs) (laughs) That's interesting because I watched it for my blind spot. I didn't care for it. I love it. Oh my goodness. I can quote. The soundtrack is amazing. I can't (laughs) wait to get the album. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I so far in my blind spot project most of the 80s comedies I have not been a big fan of uh like I didn't uh love lethal weapon either 
about. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, one. I didn't love that. It's a, um, it's, it's I classic mean, I, of that time, but I, I mean, like Ghostbusters, but I do think yeah. it's overrated. And like people saying it's one of the great comedies ever made, I'm like, eh. it's a formative movie for me. I don't, I don't agree with that. Yeah, but uh, it's but a, it's not it's for me. I, I memory. Yeah, it's one I didn't. I I I didn't watch it until I was older. Yeah, and it's fine. I don't hate it, but I just don't think yeah. it's like one of the greats. I during Ghostbusters, I'll just tell you this little story before I tell you my number one movie. Uh-huh. Um, so I was six, I think, when Ghostbusters came out, and we went mm-hmm. to go see it as a family, and there were only four seats in a row, so I had to sit on my dad's lap, and he was holding the popcorn, and me. And at the very beginning, when the librarian ghost comes out and is like, ah! right? So to this day, we still make jokes about whose fault it was. Was he scared or was I scared? Who dropped the popcorn? Like, yeah. I mean, he probably yeah. said that to me like two weeks ago. Like, it was your fault <laughs> that the popcorn fell during Ghostbusters. So yeah. That'll always well, be a favorite. <laughs> the other thing, too, is that I just did not grow up watching movies with my parents hardly at all. I mean, at least yeah. my dad, m- a little bit more my mom, but still neither of them are movie people. So yeah. I don't have a lot of formative movies in that way. But then most of my formative movies are movies I watched with my friends. Um, cool. Like my big movies uh, would be The Little Mermaid. And we should just do an episode on this. That's, this would be fun. I, Our formative just- movies. That's what but, I just was thinking. Did yeah, you- my my formative movies: Little Mermaid, Home Alone, Clueless. <gasps> I mean, it's not a movie, but Les Mis was also as, as far as a Broadway Let's musical was it. was very formative for me. Oh my god, I am so excited! <laughs> Can we do formative movies. Oh my gosh, yeah. a top five formative in, movies. Discussion. Yeah, when I was in college, Breakfast at Tiffany's was very like impactful as far as like a classical classic movie that I loved uh so yeah i'm so excited but <laughs> my number two is christmas on fifth avenue i think this is one of the best if not it would be in my argument of the best tv christmas movie that i've seen that i've covered on this show uh not just on friendship, just anything it. i just yeah. absolutely love it i love the script the way that their relation i love the novel that it's based on miracle on fifth avenue it's called uh, sarah morgan i think she's a great writer um the it is steamier though than the movie so, mm-hmm. <laughs> but the, the back and forth between is forced proximity between these two people, I think is so great. I absolutely love both the leads. I think they have amazing chemistry, the way their relationship builds over time. I totally buy, I love like so many key iconic scenes, like when mm-hmm. they go to the snowball and, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, the, uh, when he admits to his mom that he's in love with her, I'm madly in <laughs> love with her taking Aww. pictures with the with uh with this little doggy and everything and it's like how can i be madly in love with this woman <laughs> like, <laughs> like, little scenes like when he makes grilled cheese for her and yes. i i just love this movie i think it is so good it was so I good i seriously it, think i'm gonna have to rewatch it <laughs> well i mean other people don't like it as much as i do and that's fine yeah but for me okay. i just think that they have incredible chemistry i love the writing and uh, yeah, they do get together pretty quick, but I bought it. I bought their chemistry so much that I was fine with him proposing at the end. And I feel, I love the way he proposes when he's like, go in there, pick out your ring, any oh. that you have, I want you to be with you forever. So good. And, <laughs> and, and just the way they involve like his writing and, uh, and him getting over his grief and uh, her helping him with that 
uh, I think is great. And uh, so, yeah, I just love it. I think it's so good. And still can't believe you have Romancing the Stone at number two. I have it at one. one. That's yeah, what I, mean. I, I mean, still can't believe that. <laughs> it's really hard to compare. Like originally I had the African Queen at two because it is such a classic and it's so there's so many iconic scenes and it's such to me great chemistry. But I do love, I think the writing in Ghost of Christmas Past is absolutely amazing. Yeah. Uh, I love, I just love the whole concept of that movie and I love the execution. Yeah. And I love see you next Christmas. I mean, I was really giving you the cream of the crop this year. Yeah. See you next part. Christmas was my number one. Yeah, it, it's so that good. is a, a formative memory. <laughs> <you know? laughs> and maybe I just was so excited about it that I can't decrease my feelings around that movie. But I absolutely adored it from beginning yeah. to end. It's and so it good. felt, yeah, true relational film like where can I get access? Cause I want to show it in my class. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it just, it's now on Peacock. It's so exciting. <laughs> yes. Note to Peacock. self. Maybe instead of watching Beverly Hills Cop twice in a week, I'll add in see you next Christmas. <laughs> that makes me think I must have missed something with Beverly Hills Cop. So I'll have to send you my review. See what you think. <laughs> and I'll be like. <gasps> Outrage. Yeah. outrage uh but but yeah there were a lot of like i uh i watched um the troop beverly hills i love I troop care, beverly hills i didn't care for it i didn't like it i didn't think it's funny i don't know i didn't get it that's one of my 10 movies that i watch all the time <laughs> oh my god i yeah, can't I'm wait weird to do about formative movies with you it'll be yeah so there's fun. a lot of classic comedies that i think you almost have to be that you like you had to grow up with them you had to watch them and they're hard if you don't yeah have that kind of experience I'm sure a lot of people have that with Home Alone which Home Alone was a movie I watched with my grandparents it was the first comedy that I ever really loved and then other people they watch it as adults or whatever and they're like it's very violent like why did you like this I'm like I don't know it was amazing it's what the French call is a compotant yeah (laughs) one of my favorite lines ever to each their own as they say (laughs) but uh but yeah so this was a very diverse interesting list and for the most part I enjoy I I enjoy almost except for the bottom three were the only three that I would give negative reviews to everything else I like match yeah I I like mismatch (laughs) but it is low it is low so very good we did it we ranked the movies let us know what you think But here also, Rachel, you said you brought me the cream of the crop that really sets the standards for 2023. I know, I know. It's true. So if you have any suggestions for movies that we can talk about for On Friendship, let us know in the comments. We would love to hear your thoughts. And Alisa, where can people find you? Yes, uh, Best Forevers is still on hiatus, but it'll be coming back soon. So until then... You can find me at Friends with Elisa on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and it's Friends W Elisa on Twitter. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews all over social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So you can find me ranting about the Robert Zemeckis Pinocchio <laughs> in there <laughs> on my Twitter, social media. So check that out. And we are back on po- on um, Facebook. Yes. Uh, uh, Hallmarkies Podcast back on Facebook. So yay. Uh, so follow us there and all of our social media 
And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews or Spotify. We really appreciate that. And if you're watching on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have the patron group where you can be part of watch alongs uh, like we did with Ghosts of Christmas Past and See You Next Christmas. We did watch alongs for both of those. So mm -hmm. definitely check that out. And, uh, and then also we have the merch store, which has tons of fun designs. Mm -hmm. So take a look at that and, uh, yeah, check that all out and thanks so much, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Bye.